Hello guys, how are we? I have on an amazing guest here, one of my good friends, Daza and Aaron, as uh, everyone else will probably know him as. And today on the podcast, we are going to be unpacking how Daz has done over the last few years, how he's leveled up, how he's progressed. And really, the reason why I want to get Daz on and share his success story is over the last few years, there's been a massive shift. So there has in Daz. When I uh, went to school with him, uh, it was always like, I could never do this. He'd maybe do something for two weeks. He'd have fucking a million bottles of Coke and sweets and things like that. And now as we're sitting recording this, he's the exact opposite. He's absolutely feeling he's strong, he's fit. And as well as that, he's managing uh, multiple different avenues with work. He's enjoying himself. And there's a lot that we can all learn from what he's done. There's a lot that we can learn from the shifts that he's had to make mentally, from the hacks that he's put in place in his day. And um, even the mindset, like sometimes it was, there was a time a few weeks ago where Dad was like, yeah, I got home on Saturday night and I just worked right through the night. And so I did. And I was like, geez, okay, someone wants this. Someone's committed. So even just hearing some of these examples and some of these stories, um, I know will leave you, like even that example is like, shit, I'm not working hard. <laughs> so it'll leave you wanting to go and do more. So that's it. Uh, I suppose like to give the guys a bit of context, uh, give the guys a little... Sh- Tell the guys a little bit about yourself, like what you do, uh, when you joined the academy, and um, where you're at now. Just, yeah, give us a, a little bit of a background. Yeah, sure. So I joined the academy about six, seven months ago. Um, I'm a chartered accountant, uh, 28 years of age, got married there in July. Uh, I would say right now, probably in the best shape of my life, strongest I've ever been lean as well um and that's just off the back of coming home from honeymoon as well so still in that shape which is good which is great um in terms of work i work for a global like education and learning company in their finance department but on top of that i also started my own accountancy practice there two years ago it's called Everest Accountants and Financial Consultants, me and my business partner. And basically, we thought there was a big gap in the market for a, a proactive sort of forward thinking accountancy practice that, uh, you know, works. We work with our clients weekly and monthly, um, you know, looking at sales and cost, you know, costs and how to get the cost down, improve the profit. And sort of look at initiatives to get the tax down. So at the end of the year, then our clients, you know, they pay less tax. They're happy. We're happy. It's a win-win. Whereas your traditional accountants may be, you know, reactive rather than proactive, where they wait until the problem's happened. It's too late to fix it now. And therefore, you know, they just do the accounts and the tax return. They tell it, they clamp their taxes and hit them with the big bills. So we want to be as far away from that as possible and be proactive and give advice because that's what it is this day, these days. So we set that up and it's going really well, uh, really, really well. So there's clients coming on now and they're sort of getting what we're doing now. So they're coming on, so very clients come on every week and it's going really well. And then on top of that, um, on to we, two seconds. So what's the company called? Everest Accountants and Financial Consultants. Where can any business owner find the, your website or socials or how do they follow yeah. you up with that? So we've Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, where you've got a website, which is really detailed. It's got loads of calculators on there, loads of detailed information. So it's really good. And then you can pop us a, a message through the website or you can you can send us an email through info at everestaccountants.com. 
And anyone listening to this is a small business owner and knows one, go and hit Daza up, go and hit Everest Accountant. I don't work with Everest Accountant, but I can tell you that there'll be a high level of detail and attention, just knowing Aaron's character. Okay, so sorry, uh, pitch over. <laughs> Let's get back to your training and things. Okay, so when before you came on to the academy a few years ago, because you came on initially three years ago and we've done great, 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 great yeah. work. And then you came back on the recently, but it was more from a, I want, I'm want. i at a good place. I want to go to an exceptional place. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was like the last project that was like, right. I just want to know that every single thing is dialed in. And I was like, right, this is, if you want to absolutely maximize it, this is how we're going to do it. And I put you through the mill. So just give the guys a little bit of a, how was that? How was the first process? Where were you at the start? And then yeah, what was yeah. this process like this time? Yeah, big time. So the, the very start, way back before starting the first time, where was I at? I was sluggish, very low energy levels. You know, I was maybe rolling out of bed 15 minutes before work um, and just starting work. I was tunnel vision on purely work. There was no sort of physical fitness and health didn't come into it. Uh, diet was poor, maybe having two or three takeaways a week because it was easy. It was just easy because I was working so hard. It was easy. And basically just cruising with no sort of long-term goals uh, was the way I would put it. Confidence was probably a bit low as well. So um, that was before joining the first time. Coming on board, gotten really good results, really good shape. And sort of the confidence was growing and, you know, things were starting to fall into place, work and fitness-wise, everything. It was, I was sort of managing everything a lot better. So I wasn't tunnel vision anymore after, you know, coming on board the first time. It was sort of everything's falling into place and I'm managing everything. Um, then basically coming on board second time was because, you know, starting Everest accountants, it's an action. It's, it's a lot of work on, t- on top of, you know, another full-time job and kind of a social life in that I wanted to be able to maximize that and do that all to the best I could possibly do. So that's why we reached out seven months ago again and, and got on board again. How do you, so the first time would you say it was like getting your shit in order and then the second time it was like, right, everything's happening, but how do I manage this without burning out? Yeah, basically the second time was just max, like maximizing output. Everything was there, just maximize every area and do it the best I could possibly do was the second time around. How did you maximize the output? Like what did, what was the shift? What did you notice? Like, yeah, what, what, what how did we do that? Preparation. I say going back to the five P's from school. Do you remember the five P's? The proper preparation prevents poor performance. So it was literally as cringy as that is. Uh, literally was time management. Uh, you know, it it's a, like it's things like Sunday night. I would never have sat down on a Sunday night. It only takes half an hour and like planned your week where you knew on a Sunday night going into the next week, right? Monday, I'm gonna be busy with meetings. So I need a meal on Monday night that's gonna be quick, easy, efficient, you know. Um Basically Tuesday, I'm I'm not as you know I'm not as busy with meetings, so I can do a proper meal that night, and then gym sessions when we're fitting them in around the schedule. So anyone sort of in a finance sort of a desk role will know that there's no end time to my day. Like it could be five o'clock one day, it could be eight o'clock the next. So I can't really sit here and go right. I'm gonna go to the gym on Tuesday night because something could prop up on Tuesday, which means I don't get finished the other nine. So with my lifestyle, gymming and you know that side of it has to be before work in the mornings. So it was dialing myself in then. Yes, don't get me wrong. At times it's tough getting out of bed at six and six o'clock in the morning, but 
it's asking yourself why you're doing it and you know you know basically it's it's hitting it's just getting it done so once you get up and get you get in there you get into the gym it's fine um so yeah basically that's sort of where we've excelled in is, is, get, is getting that in before work going to the gym getting a good session in and then i actually love the best part of my day on those days is the walk straight after i i, I stick my earphones in and go for a walk around lisbon so it takes me 45 minutes and it's like where my where I think about you know the business, how can I do better? What do my clients need? Is there any new reliefs there or just life or what social occasions are coming up? And it's like when my thinking's at its best is on that walk. And then I come home back to you know back to the house for half eight in the morning, get a shower and I'm ready to work. And I've basically done my full day's exercise before I've even started work. Um it just means at night when you finally finish, you can sort of chill. And you can that's when you can have your social time and you can go see friends and see family and go out and date nights because you've fitted it, maximized it all into one day. So that's sort of what we've really cemented second time around. Mm. And like you see before the academy, you probably knew that you need to sit down and plan your days and like get in training early morning. But what was the sort of blocker that sort of like, what were you telling yourself? it's more so just the the thought of like they want to do that they want to actually go to the gym they you know they they want to eat healthy i just love my takeaways they, it was like constantly be negative thoughts is the putting it off ways of putting it off it's like uh no but i like the way things are i don't have any more time to do you know that side of fitness side of things um and i think a lot of, a lot of people that's, that's just normal to be like that but i think it's it's the reality if you really want something you'll find the time for it it's you know so if you want the change and you want to you want to get healthier and fitter or stronger leaner whatever it is if you really want that you'll find the time so it's but yes at the start you have those thoughts and put it off and put it off Mm -hmm. and another big point i'd probably raise is at the start before you join into something like coaching or into some sort of structure you think to yourself is this what I want? Like, as if it's going to take over your life. But realistically, it's when it, it's only when you start it, you're like, it's it's actually, an, it's supplementing, like it's enhancing your life. So, you know, doing, going and doing the sessions and, and go, getting the steps in and eating a bit with healthier is making you physically and mentally healthier. So therefore, it's allowing you to be better in work, be better with friends, be better with family, enjoy date nights more. So it's, it's not, yes, it sounds like a bit of a task at the start, but once you get into place, it's actually just enhancing every area of your life and it's realizing that Mm. so like you mentioned a great point and a lot of the guys listening to this it's not like a majority of the guys who come to the academy and listen to this podcast are very driven like it's just it's in their nature they're maybe driven in work but maybe health and fitness isn't there and stuff and you mentioned a point i like the way things are and that was like you see even before the academy like you would be in better shape if you went into a coffee shop you'd be in better shape than 90 percent of other men like just you were training for a few years you were doing a few things and stuff you were looking up online but i suppose like let's say you had to go back to that Daza, like three years ago or so why would you not want to go back to that version of you so many reasons confidence is another one you know i think and back then, three years ago, I would have shied away from all of that, even things like this. So, so it's just like speak, public speaking, stuff like that is not me in nature, not at all. So because it's an uncomfortable situation, because you don't like that, you would have shied away from it and you would have avoided those things. Whereas now it's like a, 
you know, get in those uncomfortable situations because they're going to enhance and better, make you better as a person in so many areas. So three years ago, that's the way I was. I would have shied away, ducked and dived and sort of just done, took the easy route because it was just easy rather than challenging myself. And, you know, that's a big, big thing I've realized the last couple of years. Mm, I'm like, one thing I wanted to get across today to the guys is like that aspect of allowing your standards because when you do something, you do it well. Like you're to get like the you know that like you've got a dream client when uh they're writing down I'm gonna hit this next week I'm gonna do this next week or they message you like Ben this is my social schedule for the rest of the month and you're like oh okay right he wants this like all these details it's not just oh I'm gonna cut corners I'll think about it he's not curious he's yeah. committed he wants to make sure every there's no corners missed so like. When did you notice, like, how did you develop that sort of standard for yourself? Because, again, back to the days that I first seen years ago, it was crisps, it was, I'll go for a week or two, yeah. and it'll stop, it was yeah. everything. So where did this mindset come from? How did you cultivate it where you just accept only but the best? Yeah, like, I feel like a sort of, a sort of one that I saw more so, like, I... I'm so I don't get the half sort of half arson or half doing something because yes, short term people might do that because it's gonna save time. Yeah, I, mean, I might save time short term, but long term, someone's gonna to say to you, well, why'd you do it like that? Why, why are you cutting corners? So it's that perception of yes, you know, it's 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 switching mindset towards the long-term thinking of you know, do it right first time round because it's gonna benefit you long term. Um, what is it? That's things always stuck with me as well. Is it like the tiny gains the way you know that basically if you can do you can be one percent better every day for a year you're you're 30 seven times better as a person like taking the miles out of it it's basically saying if you can maximize and do your best every day at the end of the year you're going to be a hell of a lot better for it and i've always sort of used that as like just put everything into it um another thing i think and it's not that i care what people think as such but it's a perception what perception do you want people to have of you like do you want people to have the perception of i don't want to speak there i don't want to ask Aaron to do that or i don't want to ask Aaron's help because he's going to half arse it and i'm going to have to fix it or do you want people to think do you know what i'm going to see if Aaron can help me out here because he'll do a good job um he might be busy he might not have the time but i'm going to ask him because i know he'll give 100 percent. so it's that perception as well as to what you want people to think of you especially in your role like yeah, people handing over their businesses to you and how they run like not that it matters what body fat percentage you are but if you know right this guy's functional this guy's on time this guy has, has high standard he follows through in his word like i'm sure getting up smashing that session made you 10 times more certain in your day-to-day -day life than how you communicated how you operated yeah, no, 100%. And it's even that sense of achievement. Do you know when you've actually 100% smashed something and you know you have and you've bossed it and you just, you just, you just have that sense of I've just done really well there. And so that's why I've sort of always just felt, you know, give it, give everything your all. It's actually, I have this weird thing when I go to the gym and do a session where the Apple Watch, where it tracks your calories and all that, I'm like, Every 10 minutes I'm in the gym, I have to have burned 100 calories. And that's an intense session. That means it's, it's intense. Yeah. We've never talked about this, but 500 calories is, I, so sometimes, again, I, coaches, I have just done this for years. So there's little small things that you can just sort of pick out and someone's slightly yeah. not getting there because I want the fuck, I want them to get the fucking result. So it's yeah. like, what I, what I, I, without telling them you're not training hard enough, I just say, pick your apple watch on, tell them the calories after, and then you let them go and do it. And it's like, if you know it's all, you get, sometimes you get, and it, it, it's good because you see, right, I 
fitness person because from my side like i need i need i need them to go and train hard and the other person comes back with 300 calories you're like what are you doing are you going for a yeah. dilly dally or whatever yeah. so 500 calories and like that's a that's a that's my sort of that's that's where you need to be at if you're hitting 600 happy days yeah so that's sort of that's a game i have and i'm halfway through my session i'll look at it and go like how am i doing and then obviously if you see if you know you may be okay you maybe took two minutes extra on your phone or something then the next half of the session you you proper go for it because you need it you need to get that up so yeah that's a wee game i play just to make sure that the sessions are intense and you see you like to have that level of focus especially early morning and especially like after a weekend where you may be drinking or you're away in manchester or whatever like what do you do when you miss the gym in the morning or what do you do when like things go over the place because Throughout these periods, there has been times where I've been here and I've had to like almost I like to describe it as like I'm a bumper rally on a yeah. on a Hogan where I'm just like right back in one up one off like how do you how what how do you get back on track how what do you tell yourself like yeah yeah it happens like it happens to everyone you know you're gonna miss a session you're gonna wake up one morning and you're gonna be like I can't today and 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 that's fine that's completely normal but it's not it's making sure. The wheels don't fall off the wagon. Basically, it's making sure, right? Okay, that happens. That happens. But get back on the horse again. Like literally the next day or the day after, make sure you know you get the steps. And even that day, you don't go to the gym. Get out for a walk with the dog. Just do something productive. Um, and it's it's asking yourself, why am I doing this? Why would why? It's asking why. You know, have you got a long term goal like a wedding around the corner or you know a holiday that you're looking? If you have that goal that you're chasing. I think it makes it a lot easier to ask yourself why and therefore make sure that yes, today hasn't went well, but tomorrow's gonna be better. And I think I remember <laughs> you messaged me after it, and uh, it was one of the trainings where I talk about the all or nothing. And it was uh, if you put if one tire goes bust, you don't cut all the other tires and then fucking put the whole car on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. That one, yeah. Uh, so just like you said, don't. The reason why I keep it in mind is because you said about don't let the, the weights fall off the wagon. So, yeah. No, I think that's great. And one thing I've noticed as is, is like, and especially the first time compared to the second time, as guys, we have all, majority of guys here have played sport or have like been in shape before. Mm. And your nature is to go right up to gear five, try to do absolutely everything. But you actually said to me, look, I only feel like I can do three times or I only feel like I can do four times. And then we added bonuses and the bonus is where you get that extra bit. So like, I think that's been something that's been down to your success this time is just, like you've been a lot more strategic and actually realistic with what you can. Yeah. And I think that's something that actually a lot more people need. Like it's not, it's not more that you do, it's doing less, but consistent and to the best quality. Yeah, well, that's it. As I said, people have busy lives, and that's probably another point that puts people off reaching out to the likes because they're like, God, I can't fit five sessions in a week. But no one's saying you have to. It, it's to fit around your schedule, something that suits your lifestyle. As I say, it's not meant to take over life, it's meant to make your life better. So if you can only get three in a week, get three and one in a week, but make sure they're really intense sessions, they're good sessions, you'll get you'll you'll make good progress off that. Um, so yeah, because life is just so busy with me, I think we, we started with four and we have four and that was, it was getting the early mornings in, getting one at the weekends. And then because, you know, I was getting to the weekends, I, I sort of bossed Monday to Friday. It was like, right, well, I could do a lot. I could get a wee bonus one in here. So, you know, be, be realistic. But then if you can go that bit further, do it. And like, how did you, because you were out every single weekend, so you were 
how did you not go off the rails at the weekend? Like you still enjoyed yourself, but how did you like keep it uh, sensible to some degree? Yeah, um, so I sort of looked at it as as a week is two separate weeks in a way because I said Monday to Friday we're gonna absolutely boss it. We're gonna you know grind head down, work gym, fitness steps, all of it, diet. We're gonna completely smash it Monday to Friday, and then let the hurt around the weekend. And that doesn't mean that completely rip the piss out of it I mean like go out with the lads have a few beers watch the football but get up on Sunday and go for a walk uh or take it a bit easier or chin you know don't don't it's like it's like when you go out for a, a night out and at the end of the night you get a kebab and then you wake up the next day and you order Domino's it's like no one that you can go out with the guys have a few drinks enjoy yourself but then wake up the next day get up and go for a walk and you know get plenty of water the next day so it's I, you know, every, I, I love takeaway. I love Chinese. So every, without, every week I'll have a Chinese and it's like no one, you can sort of bank Monday to Friday. You can be good that you can bank that couple of hundred calories a day that whenever you get to your weekend, have your Chinese and don't even think, don't feel one bit guilty about it because you've earned it because you've done so well Monday to Friday. It's the same with going out for a few beers with your friends the weekend. You've done so well Monday to Friday that, you know, you've earned it. So as long as you don't, rip the piss out of it and it continues it's Saturday and Sunday that when that's when it becomes an issue what was like a common thought when you felt like ripping the piss out of it when you're out with old boys they're having 10 plus drinks you're having three or four like what was the how did you like right like what did how did you not get carried away Again, it's probably looking towards the goals and objectives, things you have in place, why you're doing what you're doing. You know, if you have nothing, if you've no purpose as to why you're doing this in your head, then you're not, to me, it's not sustainable. So I have to have that goal, that something that I'm chasing, that I can go right, have three or four. And you know what? I could even, if I really want another couple, I could have a couple of whiskeys and Coke Zeros because it's it's three times better than the beer, calorie-wise. So it's it's finding those, those changes that can still allow you to do that. I also think when you wake up on Monday morning, you've got spit squats. <laughs> Saturday yeah, night, yeah, you want to disgusting. <laughs> the, the, the worst exercise ever, that. Yeah. I'll not lie, I've done strategic things over that over the years, because then it, it's you don't even need to say anything, and the person, oh, this is tough. I, maybe I shouldn't drink. Maybe I, I, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. You put that strategically in the Monday morning, and then, yeah. I, okay. <laughs> Trace people off. Yeah. But the thing as well, I kind of, I, I want to sort of chat on is like, Right, so you would have been out and you would have like not overdone it. Was there any points where you got a bit of social pressure from other people? Where like, oh, go on, do this, or yeah, um, not really. Like it, I think it all depends on what your you know who your friends are and what you know. A lot of them are uh, friends, thankfully, that are pretty driven too, and. You know, a couple of them actually went yourself as well. And I think I think they understand that like the fact that I'm even, you know, I'm there and I'm enjoying it just as much as everyone else, you know, it's not that peer pressure where oh I've had 10 and you've only had five. Why are you being why are you being do you know why are you being like that? It's it's yeah, not really. Um, you know, as, as long as you can go and you can have a have a laugh and you know, you can switch it for whiskey beers for whiskey, not too bad. Fact, would you say in fact they've actually been inspired because you've been yeah yeah i think i think so because you know obviously it's like anything when you see results happening in any sort of area whether it's you know fitness or you know work or anything like that you know you look at and go here could i get involved in that could i do you know do i want to do that you know if it, if, it, if it's only going to take three or four months of hard work you know maybe maybe i should do that so i think i think so and maybe that's why um they haven't been as harsh on me, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe a couple of them come on board after and stuff. So yeah, I think I think that could be part of it as well. 
And you mentioned throughout you've got a purpose. That's what's kept you. Like, when did you find or develop that purpose and what is that purpose? Um, I just always, I am one of these people. And so I always like something to look forward to. There always has to be something there. So whether it's, you know, the wedding there was in July. So this time we come I come on board and we were just, let's smash this for the wedding. And that was my goal in my head. The purpose was let's get the best shit we possibly can for this wedding. Um, and like now, for example, I'm like, right, I need to book a holiday next year because um, because I need to have that something to chase, to literally take it, to, keep it at this level because this is around the corner. And I think if you've got that purpose, that's always something there. I just think me personally, it makes it that so much easier to follow and chase because you've you've got an end goal. Mm. And was there a moment where you were like a bit goalless and you were like, right, fuck this, I'm going to start setting goals? Yeah, big time. Like, as I say, way back to start, even before coming on, there was nothing. It was just sort of... It was monotonous every day. It was get up, 15, roll out of bed, 15 minutes before work, do work, panel vision work. And, you know, end of the day, you're drained from work. And then you just go to bed, do the same thing again, Monday to Friday. Yes. And then you go out and you'd overdo it at the weekends with friends because you didn't have that sort of goal or purpose as the right, I'm going to just, I'm going to excel my life and everything area here. It was just, a, I'm just going to do what I want. You know, I'm going to go out and, you know, go maybe drink too much the weekend with mates, have a laugh. And then I'm going to work hard Monday to Friday. Um, so I would say then I was probably I didn't have much goals, no real, nothing really to push myself or drive myself on. How would you say it's been being in the academy with other like-minded guys that are extremely driven towards goals? Night and day. See, and even the events when you know when we come over, you you come over to Belfast and we and we hire at a gym and we have those events and get all the guys together and stuff it's it's hearing their stories and their drive and what and what gets them out of bed in the morning and pushes them on is inspiring in a way just hearing different people's stories different people struggling with different things but are still absolutely smashing it and finding this as a release to get around the things they're struggling with is actually like you know the things that could be struggling with could be you know mental it could be completely outside of fitness but the fitness side this here you know the whole plan is what's getting them through and pushing them on and, and making their life easier. So it's great hearing everyone else's stories and, you know, even the, 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 the social media chats now where everyone's pushing each other on and putting their, you know, oh, I've done this this week. It's good to see other people's wins. It pushes you on, I think. If you see other people's wins, it makes you want to go and get more wins. I love that. And I, when you came on board, like, you, as I said, you were training a lot. What is, like, most guys they come initially right they want to get in amazing shape that's one of the goals then we look at like their energy then we look at other aspects and stuff but what did you notice differently when you training by yourself first like training with professional what was different like in your workouts your body like the results what was the yeah, straight away everything come to head was uh that sort of lad culture and i was i was like that 100 of like like what what weights you're lifting rather than form so you were with you're lifting crazy weights. Your form was horrific. You probably had people like looking and being like, what are you doing? Because the form is terrible. But it was like in your head, you're like, I need to lift this weight. Um, but then coming on the, you know, come to yourself and it's like the weight is not, it, it's all, it's more for, it's a hundred percent more form than weight. You know, you need to get the form right and you'll, you'll get the most benefit out of good technique and good form with, you know, weights that are maybe five, six, seven kilograms less. Um, so yeah, that was a big point. It's just I was completely looking at it the wrong way. 
Um, and I was maybe doing three or four terrible reps, getting nothing out of it than doing maybe a lower weight and doing eight reps of good quality uh, and feeling burnt out after it. Mm, 100%. And it's like, it's not what you lift, it's how you lift it. Yeah, uh, 100% is. Um, so yeah, that was a big thing. And one of the things that I remember you saying was about energy, like you wanted more energy to get and maximize output. How do you feel, like, where would you, if you just sort of say, right, my energy before was like a, say, a X out of 10, where, where would it be now on a consistent basis? Mm. And how did you sort of change it? I would say before, that was something I was really struggling with before. I said maybe a two before, and, you know, it could be an eight, nine now, you know, purely. And it's I don't know the science, the science behind it or why it is, or maybe this is just me, but, like, if I get up in the morning at six and be at the gym for half six and do that hour session and go for a walk and then come back for half eight to start work at nine, I feel almost buzzing or something, like, a full of energy for the day, even though I've got up and done so much. Uh, rather than waking up at half eight or quarter to nine and turn the laptop on and start working, I feel 10 times better and more energetic doing that than rolling out of bed 15 minutes before work. And I don't get the logic in that because I've done more, but it's a hundred percent makes me feel so much more energized and I have a better day all around socially, business, meetings go a lot better when I do that than when I just roll out of bed 15 minutes before work. Did you find it difficult to get into that routine? Big time, big time, because no one, like I say, it's cold, it's wet, it's Northern Ireland. No one wants to roll out of bed at six o'clock in the morning in the cold, go to the gym. So it's uh, at the start, yes, but once you start to see the progress you're making um, and basically feel the way you feel when you leave the gym at half seven in the morning and you, you go for your dander, you know, go for a walk with the headphones in and come back to, back to do your day and you feel so much better for it, so much fresher that then I think because I, I got that feeling, I was able to then consistently do it uh, and, and still consistently do it. Uh, but I feel at the start, it's a no-brainer that it's just tough and the alarm clock was turned you know, turned off a couple of times and it did snooze, I did, you know, did go back to bed, but it's getting there. Once you get there, it's fine. I think the, the one thing I want to help everyone sort of extract from what Aaron's done is this, like just think about how you would feel. Like no matter if it's getting up early in the morning, no matter if it's pushing... Um, in the session or if it's like controlling cravings or setting boundaries if you think in that moment how you're going to feel by doing that activity that's what drives you forward because I know there's points where I'm not motivated I know there's points where I'm not motivated but it's just like right how do I feel and just using that as a driver to get you moving forward the second thing as well is is like I know it pissed Aaron off when he didn't take a box where like his session was missed or uh, something didn't happen or whatever I remember there was times where I had to sort of like chill it's okay like look at the grand scheme of things so it's like yeah. as well there needs to be you you can get pulled by uh, ambition and pleasure and good things the feeling but then you also do need that sort of fear of like right I can't th th this is going to annoy me this is going to frustrate me uh, I need to take the box I need that accountability and in a lot of cases when you're trying to like change I don't want to let someone down because a lot of the time to get into a position where you're like Aaron and you're training and you look great and it's just it's second nature, you kind of can't rely on your own belief and you have to get to a point where you borrow someone else's sort of belief for you and their commitment for you where you're like, you know what, I can't look stupid in front of Ben, I can't look stupid in front of the other. Not that you'll ever look stupid, I want to rephrase that, yeah, yeah. but I can't not 
do my best. I can't not do my effort. And there's times where I do that. I still do that. There's moments where it's like, I don't want to let my coach down. I said I'm going to do something. I have to follow through. Yeah, big time. I just want to sort of uh, highlight that so that everyone can take that. So last question I have. Uh, we've got two questions for Yarn. From going through the academy, right? What do you feel more men need? Like, you've been through this whole experience. You're doing really well in your life at the minute, both career, life, body. What do you think more men need? Um, 100% accountability. Uh, whether that be get a coach on board, put that structure into your life that's not currently there to allow you to perform better in all aspects, or whether it's it's a friend. you want to, If you've got a friend that goes to the gym at the same time, bounce off each other, make sure you're there, make sure you've got that friend sort of texting you, being like, right, where are you? Why are you not here? If you've got that accountability from someone, it's going to help you get there and it's going to help you get stuff done 100%. So accountability is huge. Um, goals and objectives, I've said that a couple of times here, just having something in place to watch the end go. Why? Why are you doing this? If you've got that mindset of, right, I'm doing this because I've, I've my wedding in six months or I'm going on holidays in four months and want to look great at the beach. You've got that then to work towards, and that, that's going to drive you to get up and get things done as well because you've got that purpose. Um, oh, go ahead. What's oh, right? How often do you think about your goals? Um, all the time. Like you know, there's always a goal there, and if there's not something there, it's I put something in place pretty quickly. So it's something I revaluate and look at all the time. Um. You know, the wedding was obviously the goal of this year, July, and then we're just back from the honeymoon there. So the goal now is, you know, we've, we've said we've, still, we've got the Airbnb property there that we're, we've started a service accommodation company. So it's now getting that rolled out and getting it on the market for the 1st of December. Uh, and then it's looking goes early next year to then push myself on further. Mm, so every day you're thinking about it? Every day. Every day. There's something every day. There's something. It doesn't have to be fitness related. It can be any aspect of life that there's something there. I go, right, I need to hit that. I need to do that. I need to make sure that's done right. So it's it's constantly monitoring that on a day, weekly basis. Probably is more realistic. Do you ever get overwhelmed by your goals? Sometimes. Sometimes it's it because not everything's going to go the way you want to. That's, that's life. You know, yes, you, you can absolutely bust your balls and put loads of work in, but not everything is going to go the way and that's when it gets tough and it gets overwhelming and frustrating but it's then uh rejigging them basically to uh to make them like completely reachable um so yeah and then i think another big point is discipline and, and realization where it's the you know nothing good in life comes easy so it's like you know you have to put the work in to get the output so it's it's that realization that you can't go on on the piss two nights a week but still make good progress so it's being you know it's being open to that and you know disciplined that you can still go out and enjoy yourself yes but make sure the next day you do you do the right things so there are three big points i would say but what if you had to get the same level of results that you got 10 years, like in the last 10 years from when you, when I first met you and like we're coming up 10 years reunion here at Christmas. Like if you had to get that level of results in half the amount of time and body, life, career, how would you do it? Um, uh, uh, I would, I haven't ran, I used to do long distance running when I was 10 to 14. I haven't ran, I, I hate the thought of it now, but I would probably do a couple of 10Ks a week. Try to squeeze them in. Um, maybe switch the beer for uh, whiskey and Coke Zero. Um, that would be another good one. Um, 
and then step counts big. There's days where I would have slacked the step count because I would have looked out the window and said, it's, it's cold and it's and miserable. Whereas get to the gym, get in the, get in the treadmill, stick your earphones in. So making sure you hit that step count, whether it's 10,000 a day or 80,000 a week, just make sure you hit it. Uh, do you think there would be anything mentally that you would have done any lessons anything that you would have because they're quite tactical last yeah. 10 years you did, the last 10 years you had to fit into five years what would it be um tackle every uncomfortable situation don't put things off because it's uncomfortable or it's a challenge go for it because it's a challenge or uncomfortable because if you you know it's those areas of those things in life that are gonna make you so much better as a person so much quicker so it's it's rather than ducking the head and putting the head down because you don't want to do something Go at it head like head first, and um, there's a good chance you'll you'll come out a lot better because of it. Absolutely class, guys. There's been so much lessons, insights, and from my side, that has been fucking class to see you progress and see you just yeah. Like honestly, there are not many guys operating like you do, and from my side, it's been a pleasure. So it has. For all the listeners, guys, go and check out Daz's work if you're a small business owner. So where can the guys find you? You can find us on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also our website, which is www.everest.accountants.com. And uh, our website's brilliant, so it is. There's loads of useful stuff on there. Awesome. And uh, if this has inspired you or for something that you've learned or you just have been enjoying the podcast, guys, feel free, reach out every single day when I'm out my little walks. I answer my inbox. Me, personally, it's not someone from the Philippines or from the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. So just honestly, if there's any questions or anything that touched you, um, shoot me a little message. Please do share it. Please do leave reviews. It does help. It lets us get the word out there. It lets algorithms and things like that show stuff to more people. And uh, yeah, I hope that this has inspired you to go and take action and go to the next level in your life.